take control of the airwaves. It's the live Saturday edition. You dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Things are finally back to normal here on Saturday nights after a uh, weekend of fun and excitement last uh, weekend at the Liberty Forum, which was a lot of fun. And, uh, Mark, you were broadcasting without me. You had Gardner Goldsmith on the air from libertyconspiracy.com and pretty much did a whole show uh, full of interviews on Saturday night, which was quite a change of gears uh, from our normal program, which, of course, is usually open phones where you get to call in about anything. And that's how it'll be tonight. 800-259-9231 is the number. Uh, I, I got my little geek fix. I got to interview for uh, three segments uh, David Friedman, who is the you know renowned physicist and economist, the, the son of Milton Friedman, uh, if people need a little name dropping to know who it is, and he's a brilliant man. Yeah, I did. I heard that as I was uh, driving back from Talker's uh, New Media Seminar. Might have in New flown York City. over the heads of uh, some of the, the listenership, you know, but maybe not. I don't know. We continue here. Uh, we'll take your calls about anything, but of course, in the news, uh, big time this week is the whole healthcare situation debacle, if you would like to call it that, uh, where the government is going to get even more intrusive into uh, the world of healthcare, as though they weren't already intrusive enough as it is. It's kind of funny when you look at the supposed debate that goes on on a national level about this. It's all just so skin deep surface level they're not really striking at the root of the issue and i mean both sides the republicans and democrats they're not uh nobody's advocating for true health care freedom nobody and that's what needs to happen you know if you actually want health care to get better if, right if you if you want to see innovation and uh you know a, a lowering of price and things like that yes you need free market competition in that area when you restrict it through government mandates all you're going to do is get uh, you know less innovation so it's going to it's become stagnant and it's going to cost more but how do you get from here to there well you shut down every government trick. bureaucracy that uh, yeah. has to do with uh, you know infringing on people's health and, should, and that you is you tell a, the AMA that they don't get to decide who a doctor is. What do you think is more likely, Mark, that you could actually successfully shut down those government bureaucracies like the FDA or whatever other bureaucracies are, uh, you know, Medicaid, Medicare, all those things? Uh, is it more likely that that will happen or that one state or another state government will just decide the hell with this? We're out of here and leave the the union, which is more politically feasible. Well, I, I would think that uh, independence of a state would be, but I also think that you can probably invoke the Tenth Amendment and say, as they are doing right now, and saying this is unconstitutional, federal government, you do not have the right to do this, and uh, you know you you cannot shove this down our throats. I, I just wish it didn't have to be the health care issue that uh, led about this whole Tenth Amendment concept of the state government people actually. It is going to destroy up. the economy. I mean, uh, yes, the economy is already on a on a on a pretty fast Fast uh, ride down a, but a long hill. But my point being that there were always been, there have been constant violations of the so-called Constitution. Sure. I mean, it, either the Constitution has authorized all the tyranny that we see today, or it has been powerless to prevent it. But blasphemy! My life, blasphemy! That's what Lysander Spooner said, and he's absolutely right about that. Uh, but throughout my well, life, we failed the Constitution. I've seen nothing but uh, constitutional violations. So it's, I guess, you know, better late than never. Better late than never that some Americans are finally deciding to uh, to get raise their hackles about the size and, and scope and expense of the, the federal government. My only concern is that it seems like there are kind of one-issue people on this. Like, we talked to one guy once on this show who was saying that he was even considering civil disobedience, and that's what I want to talk about here in a moment. 
but he would even consider doing civil disobedience on this health care issue. But if they were to just throw the health care issue out, then he'd be fine with the federal government as it is. The three trillion dollar federal government with all of its uh, awful uh, intrusive programs, its killing of people around the world, etc. He's okay with all that. It's just this darn health care program. It's That's kind of the, the tyranny. Na- it's kind of the nature of a conservative. A conservative doesn't want things to change. Usually they pick a, a, t- a period in time, they lionize that period in time in some way and say that this was the best time ever and we should be like that. Yeah, it probably has something to do with World War II, cigarettes rolled up in t-shirt sleeves and things and, uh, you know, the, the, the duck uh, haircuts and things like that. But, that, you know, that's that's just kind of how they operate. It's not about principle. It's about, um, you know, a, a uh, nostalgia for a particular time frame. It, likely it didn't exist that way anyway. Speaking of principle, I want to share uh, an essay by somebody who we've had on this program in the past, Larkin Rose at LarkinRose.com. I actually grabbed this from Freedoms Phoenix. Larkin says, hooray for Obama's commie care. He's happy about it. And what he has to say is the following. You better back it up. There have been lots and lots of messages flying around the Patriot movement screaming bloody murder about Obama's, Obama's commie care plan. Call your congressman. Write a nasty letter. Stand around holding a sign. Wildly jump up and down. Pull your hair out. But between all the political action alerts out there, I did see a few examples of what's a far better idea. And that is, let the stupid thing pass and then ignore it. Personally, I'm thrilled that Obama's commie care passed. Why? Because tyrants don't ever back off because you ask them to. They only back off when their victims resist. And I don't mean with votes or whiny letters or insistent phone calls. I mean with disobedience. And nationalizing a huge chunk of the economy, basically socializing all health care, might just make a few more people consider such a thing. A similar but less significant experiment will be the census. And I'm happy to see that even some well-known folk like uh, Napolitano, Judge Andrew Napolitano and Walter Williams are openly advocating noncompliance with the census uh, as we are on this program. Or at least I am. I don't know about you, Mark. I'm not going to – I see no reason to – you follow the Constitution. I'll follow it too. That's a great point. (laughs) Sorry to those of you who are politically active, but the only thing that actually slows down tyranny is when people are anti-politically active – when instead of asking for freedom, they exercise their freedom illegally, i.e. without the permission of the tyrants. And this census will be a good measure of whether the American people have started to regrow a spine, because the threatened penalty is relatively small. See, this is um, sort of conservatism, though. He's suggesting that the American people had a spine at any point. Yeah, that's um, a good point. And I think that people in general, their natural state is... Submission? Uh, submission. Uh, you know, if you, if you look from the time of cavemen, with the, the guy with the biggest club is the one that rules the, uh, the roost... To the time of agrarianism, where it was actually, you know, it was okay to own people. You know, you attack some other town, you, you own those people like cattle. You know, all I can see That's is from point. the course of American of, of, of world history that we have been moving slowly away from the ideas of slavery. But I think it takes, I think it's going to take a, a you know, an, an incredible change. The Enlightenment period, although it did result in the American Revolution, uh, you know, it was it was essentially trading um, one tyrant for another. Uh, admittedly, the American government early on wasn't very tyrannical, but look look how it is 200 years later. Larkin says that because the threatened penalty is relatively small, that is, if you don't fill out the census, they threaten you with a fine but no prison time, and the government demands are so patently idiotic, intrusive and pointless, not to mention unconstitutional, that even normal people might be able to contemplate refusal to obey. When they open their mail, look at the form and think, do they think I have nothing better to do than this? We might actually see Americans acting like they believe in freedom by flinging the stupid thing in the trash. He says he already did, but not before ripping it up just for the fun of it. 
The bigger test will be something more significant, like resisting Obama's commie care. When things get really bad, and they will, and people's lives start depending on it, when will people start to think that they maybe should just find a doctor who will illegally accept cash or gold and silver under the table in exchange for illegally providing health care? When will the people start to build an extensive black market in medicine? In other words, when will people start acting like they have an inalienable right to be free instead of wasting their time asking the tyrants to legalize freedom, which has never happened in the history of the world and never will? You know, I don't find too many people that have this principled stand. On this show, clearly we, we attract them, but that have this principled stand that I I want freedom for me and therefore I need to allow other people to have it for them. You know, they'll say, well, this this Obamacare thing is out of control, but we can't legalize marijuana, uh, you know, uh, or yeah. they'll, you know, there's there's a myriad of issues on, on both sides of the fence, whether you're a progressive or a, a conservative or Republican or Democrat or whatever. They, um, you know, these people don't care about freedom. They care about controlling other people in the way that they want to control them. It's true. God, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Which is why many of those uh, folks that you're talking about will go ahead and bow down to the system because they believe the system is greater than they are. Because it's the only way they can go about controlling other people. Right. And that is very, very important to them. They believe the system is greater than they are and that they have to obey whatever the absurd laws are because in the hopes that down the line they'll be able to get control of the system, change it around to their liking to where they can control people in the way they want to control them and that they hope that at that time everybody that they want to control will be like they did and be, be very obedient to their control. Right. A nice law, if you're going to have one, is um, you know do no harm to others and if you do, you have to you make them whole in some way. 1-800-259-9231. Are you willing to disobey? How far are you willing to go? We'll uh, dig in a little further. Take your calls about what you want as well. 800-259-9231. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want this live Saturday edition. Toll free number 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those. Features including archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, all you have to do is just click and download. They're yours right there on the front page of the website. You can go back into the podcast all the way back to the beginning of 2009. It's all completely free. You don't have to log in or click on ads or anything like that. It's just there. The archives are yours at freetalklive.com. Have you um, or your spouse been looking to uh, redo the kitchen or bath? Well, have you been looking around the, the specialty stores or the big box stores for knobs and pulls? It's a great idea. Pick out the knobs and pulls you want, but before you buy, go to internobs.com. That's I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com. They have every knob, pretty much, that's there. I'm sure there's got to be some off weird knob out there that they don't have, but uh, the, largely they have all knobs. You use code FTL as in Free Talk Live. You'll save uh, 11% off, and they've just added 70 additional items to the clearance section. You can make your kitchen look like new for as little as $30. It's internobs.com. Code FTL. 
All right, 800-259-9231. I want to jump uh, into the calls here in a moment, but I want to make sure we get uh, a little bit more out from Larkin Rose at LarkinRose.com. People want to talk about uh, this, his position here that this is great news, the Obamacare thing, because maybe, just maybe, it will encourage some Americans to engage in some very necessary civil disobedience rather than just begging and pleading politicians to grant them some relief. And he points out that the biggest optic, uh, obstacle to this happening is uh, not the fear of punishment. Yeah, the tyrants like to hurt people who disobey their stupid commands, but that's not the primary problem. After all, the victims of Obama's commie care will outnumber its administrators 2,000 to 1. No, the biggest uh, obstacle is the deeply ingrained lunacy that tells people that they have an obligation to obey whatever stupid commands the politicians legislate. Due to their lifelong indoctrination by their parents, schools, and government, most people feel bad about disobeying a perceived authority, even when the commands are idiotic or downright evil. However, though there are still plenty of examples of unthinking, order-obeying, slavery-praising conformity among a lot of Americans, there have been signs in recent years that spell big trouble for the crooks in government. And no, I don't mean people demanding that their masters legalize freedom, which never works, and (laughs) is itself a sign of the slave mentality. I mean people realizing that they don't have any obligation to obey the god-complex megalomaniacs who wear the label government, even when their stupid, unjustified commands are called laws. A couple of years back, a national poll showed that a lot more people believe that it's not really bad to cheat on your taxes if you can get away with it. As an aside, the question itself had a heavy statist message. You can't cheat on taxes any more than you can cheat a carjacker by driving away in your own car. Taxes are theft, and you can't cheat a thief by keeping what's yours. Nonetheless, when a majority of those asked thinks that disobeying the federal extortionists isn't actually immoral, that uh, that spells big trouble for the tyrants. And he says that I've been saying for years that politicians don't mind protest, movements, elections, petitions, demonstrations, or any other political action, except when the legitimacy of their rule is questioned. In other words, as long as the national discussion consists of the masses asking their masters in government for freedom, the masters are in no trouble whatsoever. When the masses stop asking and start disobeying, that is when the politicians are doomed. Let's go to your phone calls and talk first to Bill, listening in Yakima to KUSA. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi. Bill, what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, in a way, I've already started doing that, too. Uh, you were talking about the census. Yes, sir. And yes. Uh, I, I answered question number one and mailed it back. Was that uh, how many people are in the house? Yes. Yeah, you know, I could, I totally can see that. Um, I've heard other people like, you know, put a whole bunch of weird numbers on there, things that, you know, we got, uh, we got two dozen Eskimos living here, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, just for kicks. Um, I think that, you know, that, that in any of those things is fine. Well, why did you answer the should... first question? Well, because the Constitution allows for the federal government to perform a census every ten years. Did you sign that Constitution? No, I did not. Okay, are you obligated in any way? Did you, did you swear an oath to it, like in the military or something? Um, yes, I did. Okay, then you oh, should. Then you ought to. You ought to do that. Do you, Do you think that oath still yep. stands if you have left the military, though, Mark? I don't think that. Uh, I don't think any oath. Um, you know, if it's uh, egregious, would stand. But I, I, I can. See, I don't really care. You know, okay. like one way or the other. If I think he's doing a certain level of uh, of disobedience, and I'm for that, and I'm, uh, you know, he gets the highest praise I can come up with. Hey, Thank, yeah, Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Any amount of disobedience, <laughs> I'm in favor for. So, uh, any other thoughts you want to share tonight, Bill? Um, no, I'm just really happy that, uh, like you said, uh, it looks like the tide may be turning. 
Um, I'm really hopeful that the states will um, pursue the Tenth Amendment. And, I think they um, will. I think they will, and I think it's it's only going to take a few of them to do it. Well, I to, hope they don't stop there. To put a hole in that boat. I hope they don't stop there. I hope we see full on uh, de- declaring of independence and uh, seceding. And I thank you, Bill, for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to George, listening in Miami to WFTL. Hello, George. Hey, how you doing? You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? How you doing? Well, uh, I hear you guys talking about the Constitution again a lot, but I I, I don't hear anybody mentioning what was the original intent of the Constitution, which I know you know was a basically a contract between we the people and the so-called government. Okay? Um, we've lost um, a very important aspect of those original thoughts of Madison and Jefferson's, which is checks and balances and separation of powers. And that's why we see these tyrants, like you call them, in which they're exactly what they are, uh, you know, take over basically what is ours. Now, um, I personally don't, I refuse to give them any jurisdiction, okay? Um, that's one thought. The second thought is that we're all in trouble because in the last 40 years or so, this country has basically suffered what I call the American family holocaust under the lawyer politicians. They control all three branches of the government, and you, there's absolutely no way, once they stick their, their fangs into you, to get any relief unless you deny them the jurisdiction that they are no longer exercising through checks and balances. Now, when you say you deny them jurisdiction, what do you mean by that? Well, I just, you know, when I go to court, uh, basically they've they've, uh, attempted to destroy my life and my children's lives. And like me, there's millions and millions of other Americans in this country. And the media fails to report this. They're just, just as... As I, I believe, just as guilty and evil, and one day, I hope they they all have to pay reparations to the victims because there are millions. Of, right now, there's seventy over seventy percent of American children are being raised in broken homes. That's a disgrace. Okay, and we don't even talk about it. We talk about the war in Iraq. We talk about all kinds of stuff that is has nothing to do, really important, with our day to day lives because we're just a bunch of little peons. We're just a bunch of little sheep, as you well know. And yet, nobody's allowed to talk about this. I every once in a while, I come on like I do to you now, and just basically jump you on your show because your screener didn't really ask me what I was going to talk about. But it's a we don't do that. we don't we don't really do that on this show. It's free talk live. Well, yeah, I, you can call thank about God. anything. Thank thank God. You know. So uh, uh, you know, as somebody like myself has been victimized, and uh, I've seen others and thousands of others on the internet that you hear them uh, screaming, crying for help, and nobody comes to their aid. Uh, like I say, our children have no clue of what the Constitution is. There's a very small uh, minority of kids that have been raised under a father and mother households. Our, our very roots have been, uh, you know, we've been degrubbed. Okay. George, I thank and, you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, eight, although I think the Iraq War is certainly very important. The entire warmongering state is important because, well, it's one of the ways that's they're policing us. More coming up. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 
Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in, bring up anything, 800-259-9231. Topic we started out with uh, was the idea of civil disobedience and how maybe, just maybe, with this whole healthcare situation looming, that uh, more Americans might actually consider being civilly disobedient. They might actually consider uh, non-cooperation with their masters in the state. We'll come back to that here in moments. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. All right, we continue here. Also, join us at freetalklive.com, where we got FTL 2.0. It's a brand-new version of our website, just launched in 2010. That allows you to actually select show prep for the show. Now, whether or not we use the prep is another issue, but it's a great way for you to get interactive uh, with other listeners and push the most popular stories that you can submit to the top of our website, making it more likely that Mark and myself will see them and get interested in them and possibly talk about them on the air. So you can submit news stories, you can submit your own blog posts or videos or whatever you want over at freetalklive.com, and it is totally free. So we're going to continue here taking your calls about whatever's on your mind. Bob is in Watertown listening to W. UTNY. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, at the, the California efficiency race in 1995, according to CBS News, the winning car, 2,600 pounds, got 88 miles to the gallon, which indicates for sure that cars today should be getting more than twice the amount of mileage that what, they're What presently. year was that, Bob? 1995. 1995. Okay. Yeah. What are you suggesting? Well, I'm suggesting that uh, Obama is a liar when he uh, says that um, implies that we should be getting cars that are doing their best at 35 miles to the gallon. That's ridiculous. I've heard that uh, I was reading in Popular Mechanics that they have a, a new car out that has uh, as much wind resistance as an average pickup truck's um, you know rear view mirror. And I suspect that a lot of it loss is um, you know people desire a vehicle that. Uh, carries more stuff and more th- larger vehicles are going to have more re- wind resistance, and I would think that that had a lot to do with. Uh... It's not the wind resistance; it's the uh, way the fuel is atomized. Uh, but go to one more subject, and that's: I wish you would define liberty. Your friend Sean Hannity. Oh, he's not my liberty. friend. Huh? What made you think that uh, Sean Hannity was my friend? Oh, he isn't. Well, he's no, in the he's... same business. <laughs> just because you're talking to them. There are a lot of people out there that talk into microphones around the country, and most of them I don't even know. And I certainly wouldn't call them my friends. Uh, well, Sean Hannity's just another political just hack. Point. Well, He's, would you agree with his definition of liberty, which is the right to do as you please uh, as long as it does not interfere with the rights of others? That's a very stupid definition. It fits a man in in solitary confinement. Well, I, I, I wouldn't think that uh, that's really his definition because he clearly is somebody who doesn't really believe in liberty. I mean, he supports He's willing the to steal, steal money from you to fight his wars. Yeah, he supports warmongering and things like that. So uh, clearly he doesn't actually believe in liberty. I think that – I think a fair definition of liberty is that uh, you have the uh, right to live your life how you want as so long as you don't harm others. No, that's not a, that's not a proper definition. Okay, what's I'm, your uh, definition? Yeah, give me all right. one. It's, it, all right. To begin with, you have to have uh, – I'm going by what the Bible says. You have to have four categories of reality. You have to have a wholesome oh. body. You have to have certain types of knowledge, uh, knowledge of dangers, knowledge for making a living. And uh, uh, then you have 
Then the third category you have to have is is who you need. Caring parents, a very compatible mate, good friends. What does that friends. have to do with liberty? Yeah, what does the Bible have to do with liberty? Don't they, don't they condone slavery? No. The, the Bible doesn't talk about how you deal with your slaves? But God does not. God made it very clear when he said he, when he wanted Moses to lead the people out of Egypt. He, he wanted uh, the nation of Israel to be free. Well, they, they did that with the Constitution, too, except the black people, right? Like, the, the white people, white males, uh, 21, that own, owned land could be free, but they called it liberty. Well, that is, that's the fourth category you need. You need uh, what you need, geography, food, and man-made things that are compatible. To I don't you. really understand why you need to have all this, these categories to define liberty. It's a fairly simple concept. I mean, other uh, synonyms for liberty would be independence, uh, the idea a... of freedom from control or interference. No, that's that's a part of that's the next part I'm going to mention. You have to have these four categories when when you need them and how you need them, and you not, must not be uh, led into false emergencies like the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and some of these other wars. These were false emergencies. Do you believe that you can have liberty if you are being stolen from? If you are what? Being stolen from. What does that mean? If someone is stealing your property. Well, that's just why I said you have to have those four categories according to the Bible. I still don't understand what you're getting at. The well, market, I, you I, don't think the, I don't think the Bible says that you have the right to food. I think that uh, probably a, a more moral stance is you have the right to earn your food. No, the Bible does say. The Bible says that the farmers are to leave the uh, certain amount of food uh, for the poor. Okay. Then the Bible is socialistic. The, yes, it is. And the, it, the Bible also says everyone is to have his own garden. That would be about one and a half acres per yeah. person today. What's the point in trying to live your life by a book My that's 2,000 that years old? Because it, it's an eternal book. It's not... Uh, Don't you uh, think it's actually, possible? Actually, it's, it's not 2,000 years old. It's uh, it was it wasn't compiled until 300 A.D. Right. And, and so, I mean, you know, people that lionize the Bible, the Bible was put together by uh, people whose names they don't even know. Right. And as a matter of fact, there's a uh, there's a mistranslation of Jesus's name. His name was um, Yeshua, not Jesus. And I I tend to question a document where they can't even get their Savior's name right. Yeah, isn't it possible? Uh, don't you think, Bob, that the Bible is really just uh, a few men's interpretation of their religious beliefs? at the time at which it was written, and that things could have changed since then? Well, if, if you believe in God at all, you know that uh, you have to believe in God. Which uh, God? The universe couldn't put itself together. I mean, can a piece of rock decide? <laughs> I think it all depends on how you define God. Lots of people define God differently. Yeah. They don't need the Bible to do it. The God is, it says that we are like God in, our, in the way we think. Okay. We're, we're built in the image of God. That doesn't mean that uh, we are like God in the way he thinks. I mean, God is without sin. I sin. The, re, uh, the, the Bible sa- uh, tells us the reason for sin. It says the, uh, the, the main reason for sin is the policies of the leaders. And it says that every government today on earth, including the USA, is a beast, a beast that arose from that the That much sea. I think That's we can agree on. Yep. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231, at least the government being beasts uh, all around the world. They're just men who wish to control other men, uh, men and women that wish to control other people. I think the, bo- uh, the Bible is a fine document for you know a, a certain time period. I believe that we've evolved beyond that um, with our relationship to God. And I don't think that you should be limited by, honestly, uh, you know, books that were put, put together in an arbitrary fashion. By other men. Yeah, by other people. 
people. In, and as some might point out, was put together religions uh, just historically has been used by men to control other men. So like governments are used right. to control other men, religion has been used to control other men. And I'm not saying that when I say religion, I mean organized religion uh, in the mass scale. Well, Christianity was a, was a protest religion against the Roman government in the first place. And for that, I support it. However, now what you have are Christians that uh, that support passing laws against people in the same way um, and, and, and uh, tyrannizing people essentially in the same way that Christians were tyrannized in the beginning. The the, the, the religion itself has twisted around, in my opinion, become the Antichrist that they mm. warned about in the first place. Don't you think Jesus would have been in favor of civil disobedience? Jesus was a civil disobedience. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And he went over and tipped over the tables in the temple, right, I guess? And and, and a, a variety of things. I mean, <laughs> um, what else? People people tend to uh, equate the render under Caesar with a Caesar's mm-hmm. uh, thing. You know, he says, well, whose face is on that coin? And up to the, the Pharisees and Sadducees. And, and they re- replied, Caesar's? Well, render under Caesar what is Caesar's. He didn't say, give that coin to Caesar because he belongs to him. He said, huh. Caesar should have what he wants. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were looking to um, to uh, trick him, and my Savior, my um, you know, my God is going to be a clever God. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. You can go anywhere you want to. I mean, Bob started out with. You know, talking about uh, gas mileage. So you can really bring up anything here on this program. 800-259-9231. And the, the other guy was shocked that our, our phone screener didn't, didn't ask him a whole bunch of questions. We don't do it that way on Free Talk Live. We get where you're calling from, what your name is, and basic, you know, one-word description of what you want to talk about. You don't have to get details. Something to write down. Yeah. More coming up here. 800-259-9231. Are you willing to disobey the state? What are your criteria? It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your phone calls about what you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. If you like this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to promote the show by going to promote.freetalklive.com. There's a whole list of things that you can do there to help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations or, for instance, expand uh, the amount of nights that your local station carries the show. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn more. The world's largest machine gun shoot military gun show is April 9th, 10th, and 11th at Knob Creek Gun Range. It's fun for the whole family with uh, machine guns and flamethrowers for rent. Helicopter rides and 800 tables showcasing handguns, rifles, shotguns, and more. Opens at 9 a.m. It's $10 per person. K-N-O-B-CreekRange.com. That's KnobCreekRange.com. So we started talking uh, the show. We started out talking about uh, the idea of civil disobedience and non-cooperation uh, when it comes to the federal government and maybe how uh, the whole Obamacare thing will actually encourage people to finally just stop begging for freedom and actually just claim it for themselves. And then uh, it led into a discussion with a, a caller that wanted us to define what liberty was and... 
Didn't he like gave definition. his definition of liberty, which was very confusing to me. It was like a four-part definition, had the Bible Sounds in like there. Sounds like you need a constitution to do that one, yeah. Yeah, liberty is really simple. I mean, if you, and the, the, some of the people, he, he claimed that Sean Hannity's definition was similar to what our definition is, which he doesn't, doesn't follow sense. it. Right. It, maybe he gets the, the definition, but there's a difference between understanding a definition and actually applying it to your life. So if you support what the federal government is doing in any way, whether you support the uh, the government healthcare thing or the government's military or whatever it is that they're doing, they're whatever they're doing, they're funding by theft. They're funding by threatening force against peaceful people in order to extract money from them so they can go off and, and run their programs. And that's not liberty, period. So we continue with your phone calls. Liberty to me is the ability to live your life how you see fit so long as you don't harm other people, as long as you don't violate their person or their property. Simple. Definitions don't have to be long and complicated. Let's go to your calls uh, about what you want. Joshua is listening to uh, KBYO in Louisiana. Joshua, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, yeah, I was just calling um, kind of in response to your last call, um, the guy that got kind of overly religious. Um, I'm, I am a Christian, but um, I, I have a, a big problem with people that try to use the Bible to prove the Bible. Yeah, it doesn't make much um, it's sense, like does it? defining a word in the definition, you know. <laughs> um, and I, it gets, because you have your reasons, um, and it, it can't be proven. And, and I realized that a long time ago. But it, it's just, I mean, I've seen these people. There's this guy, I don't know if you ever heard of him, Joshua McDowell. Nope. He has this book, you know, um, he proves, well, I mean, he's he's come to a bunch of churches around the area. And I've gone and I've seen him, and he, 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 he advertises it as, proving that Jesus is the Messiah. There's proof, hard evidence. And so, you know, you're just, yeah, all right, let me go get some of this evidence so I can prove it to other people. And you get there, and if you go in there as a skeptic, someone who isn't a Christian, then why why would you have any belief in the Bible and the validity of the Bible? So, you know, he goes through and he, he, he explains all these ways, all these verses in the Bible where Jesus lines up with these prophecies to say that Jesus is the Messiah, but he's using the Bible to prove all this, so where's the... <laughs> I, don't I would where the call that circular is. reasoning. I have, a, I have a, a friend of mine sent me one of these books for, I, I, can't, I think it's Proving Christ or Arguing Christ or something like that, and yeah. uh, I, I've gotten through a portion of it. I have a lot of books that I read, and you know, look at the, 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 uh, the, the motivation has to strike me to, uh, to, to, to pick it up, but you know, I, I try not to um, get too into people's faces about their religion. I think their religion's fine. I, have right. a, I, I, I tend to have a problem once they start talking about hell. Because um, I think that that's a, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a dangerous um, kind of uh, belief, and um, because you know it, it's essentially scaring people into believing what you want them to believe. Right. Well, that's why it's important for that, organized religion to have that. Right. And is that even really belief? Whenever you have to be scared into it, Can, do you believe it, or are you just too scared not to? Right. And and you know I I don't like the I, I don't like the uh, well, the redemption it. clause in in the Bible. Essentially, you can do whatever you want as long as you ask for forgiveness and mean it, and um, then you'll then you'll be forgiven. I, you know, I, it's it seems like that means you can do whatever you want, and that some people will uh, will will sign on to the I believe in Jesus thing. They'll just live however they want. Right, Josh. Thanks and for the people are oh, gonna, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and people are going to use the Bible to, you know, they're they're going to use it in in some ways to prove their point, and other people have a different point, so they're going to use it to prove their point. And just there's different words, different translations. So I don't really put much stake in the validity of the Bible. You know, you just you read it for, you know, just kind of the truth that's in it, and not necessarily it's true 
hard facts, but yeah. you know, you can find something in there. You know, that that is truth. Right. And that's true. You, I am on board with that. Um, absolutely. I think that the Bible uh, imparts many great truths. And I think that Western civilization as it is, as as it currently exists, is, uh, you know, rests squarely on the shoulders of Christianity. I don't think that if it had been the Roman religion of uh, gods or, uh, you know, the, the sun god or whatever it is that they were all about, that things would have um, ended up the same way. I think we would be a much more barbaric um, uh, culture. I don't know about that. Thank you, Joshua, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. I mean, there are lots of uh, religions out there, Mark, and many of the world's religions also have truths uh, within their holy books. And their I'm only talking about teachings. an issue of degrees here. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, it seems seems a little presumptuous. It might be, presu- to, it might be presumptuous. Yeah. You might as well like reality as it is, though, right? Because you can't change reality. So I like reality as it is. Well, I do like the reality as, as it is. You might as well. Yeah, if you're going to get all depressed, there's no point in that and worry. And there's really no point in worrying because, well, worrying won't change anything. You speak truth to power as best you can and, and try to be happy. All right, 800-259-9231. The other thing about uh, hell, I mean, just to go back to that real quick, and I think Joshua touched on this, is that if hell is used as the stick, then people are being good for the wrong reasons, right? I mean, the, so the people that are being good because they're afraid of going to hell, at least, they're being good for the wrong reasons, whereas the right reason to be good and to do good is to uh, to help your fellow man and to not harm your fellow man, whereas uh, in, instead of, you know, for the, for the reasons that are here and now, as opposed to some sort of promise of what might happen, uh, you know, down the line after you pass away. 800-259-9231. I mean, do you agree with that, Mark, with uh, with hell being essentially a stick that uh, motivates people to do things that uh, right. they should be motivated by, not this something down the line, but some but the immediate consequences of their actions? I, I think that, I, to me, that's the most important issue. I was raised in a very Christian home. Um, I, you know, I taught Sunday school. I went to a Christian school. Uh, obviously, my Bible knowledge is, is pretty good, and there's a reason for it. I spent a lot of time. I've read the thing many, many, many times. And... Um, I, I believe what happened to me where I went off the rails at I essentially at one point or another decided there is no God. This is stupid. And since God, since the Bible was my moral barometer um, that I, 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 I went to prison. I mean, I had I had a terrible childhood and I think it was because the childhood, young adulthood or whatever. Um, you know, I once it uh, you know, once I decided that, you know, God wasn't real, then um you know, my, my whole life changed and, and a lot of bad things resulted. And I think that that came from, you know, this is moral because God says so. And if you don't do it, you're going to go to hell. I think that is a silly system to teach kids. What you should teach them is what I'm going to teach my son, Jack, is you should be moral because it works, because yeah. it is a great system for dealing with other people. If you're moral, they'll be moral to you. You will attract what you put out in the universe and you'll um, you know, your, your life will be significantly better. And. I, I think that you know parents can do a real disservice to a active and inquisitive child by teaching them this uh, you know this fairy tale in the same way that you wouldn't tell a kid look you better behave yourself or that monster's going to come out from under the bed and eat you. Mm-hmm. Let's I mean, continue. Eddie's in Delaware listening to WGMD FM. Eddie, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, uh, I had called just basically to comment originally on the uh, sounded like an older gentleman that had called in trying to describe libertine. Parts consisting of four, and I uh, note that you guys said that uh, he wasn't making much sense, which <clears throat> I somewhat agree he wasn't being extremely clear on the definition of uh, liberty and what he was trying to get at using the Bible as a source. However, 
in in spite of that, I was calling basically to affirm that my faith being based on this book, this compendium of 66 books called the Holy Bible, was done not because I believe in the book as being an irrational book or a book that is, uh, requires a person not to think when they believe in it, but actually to the contrary. And what's funny is that the former caller, the younger-sounding guy who'd called in, uh, I think his name was Joshua, and he spoke of the writer, Joshua McDowell. He was actually referencing someone who's actually a master at apologetics, and uh, he never really elaborated on what Josh McDowell speaks about. But the funniest part is that in reading some of Joshua McDowell's uh, historical findings, uh, it is it is not a strange concept to discover that there are tablets that are called the Ebla tablets. They are older than any other cuneiform writing that we have in the history of man. It dates all the way back to, like, pre-Sumer. You know what? I don't know what you're getting at, but we'll let you hang on to explain in a little more detail here. Coming up in hour number two, your calls about what you want, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Hi, this is Larry Janeski of Larry Janeski's Basement Systems. I've been helping homeowners all across the country get the most out of their basements for 22 years. Right now, I'm going to bat for you. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be. Call 888-600-1113 and take advantage of the economy to get the best deal in years. Now is the best time to fix your basement and keep your hard-earned money in your own pocket. Call 888-600-1113 or visit talkbasements.com and I'll give you $500 off your full perimeter basement waterproofing system. You can use your beautiful basement today for your child's playroom, a home office, or just extra storage. And don't pay a cent until 2010. I'll stand behind our work forever with a lifetime warranty. Call 888-600-1113 or visit talkbasements.com and I'll give you a free water watch alarm. Call 888-600-1113 or visit talkbasements.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are kicking off the second hour of our live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give away. And the website has been brand newly redesigned for 2010. It's FTL 2.0, which allows you to submit show prep suggestions, news stories, uh, videos, blog posts, whatever you want to. Other listeners can vote them up or vote them down. You can vote up or vote down uh, the stories that you see there on the front page or dig into the site as deep as you want and vote as much as you want over at freetalklive.com. It's all totally free. So last hour, we were, uh, we ended up the, the hour talking about religion, uh, of all things. And it somebody started, brought in the Bible, and yeah. they brought it up uh, several times before I, you know, before I said anything to them. And and this happens every time when I say that I don't think that the Bible is necessarily the unerring word of God. Well, it seems to be written by men. I, that that's your opinion. Yeah, that is my opinion. Uh, of course, I believe that everything is uh, is a part of God. I, I'm a panentheist, and uh, so I don't think there's any separation from God and men. But that doesn't mean that uh, what one man writes is more legitimate than what another man writes, uh, since they're all equal parts of what I believe is uh, is God. But this isn't what I believe, about what I believe, it's about what you are interested in talking about. So we go back to Eddie in Delaware, listening to WGMD-FM. Now, Eddie, you were, you were beginning to explain something about this apologist guy. Can you tell me a little bit more, maybe bring our uh, recap here, what you you were saying toward the end of the segment, because you didn't have a lot of time. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, basically, the reason why I called is because based on the last caller that had called in and tried to describe liberty and so forth and so on, uh, I was kind of interested in the fact that as soon as he had mentioned the Bible as being the basis for what he believes uh, should be used to, to determine liberty and the principles of liberty, the conversation actually took the turn towards religion because it seemed that I could detect a, a certain state of angst in, in the both of your all's personalities, like you didn't want to have this man mention the Bible as being the basis for uh, his faith. It seems anytime I've it's noticed not his anyone, faith. It's not his faith. It's his willingness to oppose thing, impose things on others. Right. Okay. Some people may say that the Bible is a book that seems to impose itself on others in today's... I didn't say that. No, that, that no, man was attempting I didn't to say, suggest... I did not say you said that. I said some people say okay. that. Now, in the event that I offend you all, you're not going to cut me off so that you can try to curtail me making any effective points, are you? You're going to allow me to speak freely, correct? Uh, you, you have had, uh, I'd like to point out, you had several, uh, a couple of minutes there uh, previously to give your, your, your dissertation. And, uh, but right, I'm not, right. what I'm not going to let you do is say things that are not factual. Okay, well, th that's just what I intend to do, is say things that are factual. Okay. Okay, because I believe the best way to clear up these issues are by fact. Okay, Josh McDowell had pointed out very clearly in his book, Case for a Creator, that the Ebla tablets are the oldest form of cuneiform that we have found in the world. It clearly states on there, predating anything pagan, pantheistic, or otherwise, that man as a whole worshipped a one single god. Now that's very interesting, considering the fact that people said that monotheism was not the first religion. Actually, yes, it was. It was by the perversions that took place over the course of the year, shortly following the advent of the creation of man that brought about pantheistic beliefs. That is also discovered in further examining the Ebla tablets. If you want to know about the authority of the Bible, okay, since you all were actually the ones who delved into religion when you changed the tune of your conversation as per what the man said, talking about liberty being based on religion and so forth and so on, I noticed that it seems offensive to you, and the book is offensive because it clearly puts a sword in the midst of mankind. It divides those who want to believe and those who don't want to believe. But the bottom line is you can't give the Bible a different litmus test than other works of literature just because you disagree with it. You have to look at it for what it actually is and what it says. I'm willing to look at it, it as, a, as a work of literature. I, that's right, it is. But I'm saying most people want to give the Bible a different litmus test for its efficacy and, and its actuality than they do other works of literature. There are people out there that say that the Bible is the unerring word of God, every dot that's and tittle. And that's correct. That, it that is. Gives, that that means you, that the, the people making the claim are giving it that uh, you know that character. Right, Not outside right. the claim, it's just a book. See, Are you one of those so, people that believes that? Yes, and I do it because of the factual information that I've studied, so, not just because I have the opinion that it's the Word of God. You know, I, and, and your apologist is, uh, apologetics is, is fine with me. If you want to spend your time doing that, that's cool. I guess I've got um, – religions should be simple because God doesn't want uh, just intelligent people uh, to go to, to, to heaven. He wants everybody to go to heaven, right? I guess I have this, would... this question for you. What happens yes. if I decide not to believe what the Bible says? The point, according this to answer? the Word – Yes, it will be interesting. Okay. No, an the answer, point, answer, not interesting. The point is this. It does not matter what man believes, because belief in the end, especially if it is against the Word of God, okay, determines where a person, okay, will spend eternity. Can I change my reality just by what I believe about it? Can yeah, I change I think you can. my reality? I think you can to some extent, but I, I understand what you're saying. So I go to hell if I don't believe it, and um, that's that's cool. Is that what he's saying? Do you saying? think that a fair and just God um, 
would send me to hell if they got the the spelling of his son's name in the book wrong? I mean, like that might throw a few people off, wouldn't you think? It doesn't matter if you spell his name incorrectly. It matters. I think what it you does. I think it, I think that you can make some um, some points around it being an in- inaccurate document if they didn't get the name of the savior right. And for that's, me, that's, that's due enough. To people's mistakes. Also, that's due to people's mistakes. His name oh, was no, just no, no, it's, it it's not God's fault for writing some dumb book. Well, it's my fault. Is now, it the unerring word of God, or is it a book full of mistakes made by men? If you let me speak, I will explain. You've been speaking. Yes. You can answer that question. Go ahead. <laughs> Please, do not act like you're getting cut off. Is it the unerring word of God or a book full of mistakes written by men? It is the unerring word of God because of the content, and you have to examine it according to the litmus test. Which that version? Be to it. Which version? The King James Version or the Hebrew Version? Which version are you talking about? Textus Receptus, okay, the earliest one. Textus Receptus is one. Another one would be the Septuagint. Okay, you're not going to pull any wool or any garbage over my eyes because I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to beat me at my own game. So if you can, if you can present what's something to me, what is your game? Regarding me, my what's name your, is Eddie James. What's your game? I don't, Delaware, not sure. You're saying we're suggesting to... a game um, that we're playing. All I'm saying, present Eddie, facts, present facts in contrary. And I, I did present facts. Jesus Christ, down, isn't Mark. the guy's name? Calm down. I mean, Eddie's calling me a liar. He's he's saying that I'm villainizing him. His name is Yeshua HaMashiach in Hebrew. In, right, but in they Greek, didn't write Iesus that in the Bible, Christos. Eddie. It is Jesus Christos in Greek. Everybody has their own language. Therefore, the name and how you spell it is not He's important. It's not about the name, Eddie. It's Mark. about – right, right. Uh, but I, what I'm That's telling what you – No, no, That's here's what, what I'm saying, saying though. I'd like, I'd like my point addressed. Is a fair and just God willing to punish me in no way that a pedophilic, sickest man on the planet would punish his son for not getting it when, in fact, I, he, the, the book has errors from my point of view, has errors in it? Based on what? They got Based the name what? wrong, Eddie. He's saying they just changed the name. That's all, Mark. That's not good enough. I'm confused, and name is not I'm incorrect. going to have to burn in hell for eternity because I don't get it. This is a sick, disgust, disgusting God do you out of the Bible. That, do you believe that he'll burn in hell, uh, Eddie? What I believe is this, and this is why I believe it. That book, okay, that book has a name in it which, like you say, it is not important how you pronounce it. It is not important Isn't even it? how it's spelled. The point is, is that every religion and every group of people who have ever looked at Jesus call him different things. So we know that there's you didn't a answer the question. Figure. What about the question about burning in that's hell? What I'm, that's what I'm leading into. Well, you've got a short amount of time, so you better leave. You had the whole segment, dude. Okay. Bottom line is this. Okay, a judge would only be considered righteous and a good judge if he punished a criminal according to his misdeeds. Everybody has this conception that God is malicious and intentionally wants to send people to hell. He is a loving God, but he's also a just God. But most people think that the two can't coexist. So what if, Mark, what if Mark, my co-host, or myself, don't accept Jesus as our uh, one true Savior or whatever it is that the Christians are Because I find that there are factual errors in the Bible, from my opinion. Is, will, will we go to hell for that, in your opinion? Everyone who does not believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God will, and it's sad. He, God doesn't want to send people to hell. Well, clearly he doesn't he does. take some sick pleasure. No, he doesn't. Clearly he it's does. a necessity. So it doesn't hell, matter it whether he created not. the rules, dude. He gets to decide. He That's made right. the rules. So, so, it so he That's doesn't right. want to send people to hell. Thank you for you the call. You don't set the parameters no. of the Thank game the if you don't want it to end up the way that it ends up. Yeah. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. If the game is that the, the you know the, the rat that you know goes down the maze uh, gets a piece of cheese and the rat that doesn't go down the maze gets a hammer smashed into its head, you're the guy who decided what the game was.
You and chose God, God the got outcomes. to put together the God that that he believes in. I don't believe in this God. Believes, right. you know, he defined the game. If I'm going to believe in a God, it would be one that is loving at all times to everybody. You know, I believe in justice. There's more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free, including the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of the program. You can head over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see that for yourself, and if you're a lady listener, you can get involved, shrine.freetalklive.com. When it comes to personal protection, what do top police, military, and civilian self-defense instructors get for themselves, their family, and recommend for you? It's the Tiger Light non-lethal defense system. Check out tiger.freetalklive.com. It is a, an integrated, super bright flashlight and a pepper spray all in one. It's extraordinarily been proven uh, by you know police and military organizations to be extraordinarily effective, as effective as a handgun at close range. It's the Tiger Tiger Light at tiger.freetalklive.com. We've uh, ventured into the area of theology here tonight. It on is talk Free radio talk. hell for me. I'll tell you. Is it? Why? Why? <sighs> Just you know, I I, I hate. Um, you know, confronting these people, Appreciate. I, I dif- dislike uh, confronting these people about their ideas. I mean, I, I you well, know, they're the ones calling in. I mean, you don't have to be confrontational, Mark. If it's you don't want it's to. tough to um, you know, just take an questions. idea that I I consider to be silly and treat it as though it's true. Well, I I would say it's more than silly. It's as you pointed out earlier, it's dangerous. The idea that uh, that you're not moral because of the consequences today in your own life, you're moral because of some promise down the road that, or this is the religious, you know, the common Christian religious belief that you should be moral because God will punish you with some sort of fiery torment down the down the road. That's why you should be moral. And as you pointed out, Mark, that led to that particular belief system led to some real trouble for you when you just gave up the entirety of religion and you figured, well, now it doesn't matter what I what I do because, well, I don't believe in uh, in the you know, those down the road consequences. And you didn't care about the immediate ones. I didn't. I, you know, I never even considered them. So we continue here with your phone calls. Uh, Travis is in Tampa listening to WFLA. Travis, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey. What's on your mind tonight, Travis? Well, you know, I I was listening in, and I just found uh, – thanks for taking my call, by the way. I hope you guys are having a great day. Thank you. Sure. Go ahead. What's on, what's um, on your mind? Well, the, the whole religion thing. Um, you know, I, I find that people – like even the argument that you had with the uh, Christian gentleman just a minute ago – came more down to the proof of, like, you know, whether the Bible is real or the written Word of God or the, you know, whatever, trying to prove something that they believe versus what you believe, when really it shouldn't matter. I think people get tied into a box, and they live by the way they were taught religion, and they like to live in this little box, and anything outside of their box, uh, you know, offends them or or makes them, uh, or they won't include it in their box. And and the, and the one thing, one point I wanted to make was was that what the whole idea of Christianity really is that nobody ever even mentioned the fact that it wasn't that God said, as far as Christianity goes, it doesn't it doesn't say God said, hey, you have to believe in the King James Version Bible 
and that the guy's name was Jesus Christ in order to get into heaven. It says that he sent his son. All you have to do is believe that God sent his son to earth, sacrificed to get into heaven. He didn't say you had to believe in a certain name, how it was spelt or whatever. I think people get caught up in, in, in religion, and I, and I mean, I, can, I believe in God. I, I don't, I'm not going to say what religion I'm in, but... Sounds like, you believe, um, sounds does, like you're a Christian. Does your, God well, believe, does your God send people to hell if they don't accept that uh, he sent Jesus down and all that? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I don't know, but I don't claim to know everything. And, uh, do you believe in a hell? I'm not asking you what that, you know. I'm asking you what you believe. In my heart, I would I would believe that there's there's different things for different people after death. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say, oh well, you know, if if a religion is is presented to me as okay, you can believe in Jesus Christ or you go to hell, then I could see why that would be confusing and or almost like controlling. But I don't think that Christ being God's son, if he came to earth, that he came here to start a religion of debate between people. I think he just taught us. I think what, what it really boils down to is that everybody, nobody needs to go around telling everybody what they're doing wrong. We all know by nature and what our heart tells us what's wrong. Well, tra- Travis, I before go out, you go on, yeah. um, one of, the, na- one of the, the, the hallmarks of Christianity is discipleship, is going out and finding even evangelism and then discipleship. Right. Um, right. And if you believe that somebody's going to eternal torment if they don't say the magic words that, I love Jesus, <laughs> right. and I'm, I, I, I accept him as my Savior. If you believe that, then you should be spending your whole life you know, trying to get people converted to that because they're going to spend an eternity in hell. So, uh, well, I, I agree and I disagree with this. Now we're going to style and how you do that. Style could be, I'm going to be like a, like a certain group of people that go door to door and try and present that whole style of way of doing it. I think that if you're a human being and you learn and train yourself to listen to your heart, that you're not going to have to prove any, any doctrine or whatever people will ask you. See, the whole thing is like, how, do, how is that? It, there's nothing in the Bible that says you have to go door to door or discipleship or whatever means that you go around speaking your mouth because we don't know anything that God doesn't know. Thank you, you know for the call I mean? tonight, Travis. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's... I don't have a problem with Travis's religion. It's the ones that send people to directly to hell that I have a problem with. Let's go to Mr. Kendall, uh, listening in Delaware to WGMDFM. Mr. Kendall, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, yes. Uh, can you hear me? We yes, do. sir, Kendall. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, okay, I, I have a question. I wasn't sure. I've never heard this show before. You know, are you guys atheists or... Uh, you know, where are you coming from? Well, as I said earlier, I'm a panentheist. I'm a Quaker. Well, I'm not a very well-educated man. But anyhow, let's let's get past that. Well, do you want to know what a panentheist is? Will make any difference in my life? No, probably not. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay, my thought is this: you know, I, I can understand where you're coming from from listening to the the phone, and and you know, like. You know, I, I've always thought, and I'm an agnostic, but I am a Christian, and I don't know if that you know, works together. It sounds it's confusing, confusing, but okay. But anyhow, my, my my personal feeling is I remember a long time ago when I first became you know, going to church, 
I remember we talked about the uh, the Indians and in the Hawaiians. You know, they didn't believe in Christ, and then all their babies went to hell. And I thought that's an awful thing. You know, why, why would God and people yeah. it doesn't you know just they've never heard the word of God. You know, do they go to hell? I think there's a there's a verse in uh, Romans, and I you know at one point I would have been able to quote quote a chapter and verse, but I can't do that anymore. Um, that basically says if people haven't been presented with the idea of Christianity, that they wouldn't necessarily go to hell. That God would so, judge their act and actions in their heart. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I have some good friends of mine that are atheists, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought most of them, the way they acted and the way they presented themselves with the world, you know, like, why would God send them to hell? They're a hell of a lot better than the, than the Christians I see. Sure, I mean, there are Christians out there that are uh, killing people in the name of God, and I think that's pretty disturbing. And Hallelujah, I, pass the ammunition. I share your concerns, and I thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind, and many atheists are in some ways more moral than uh, some Christians, but there are also some atheists that, you know, they support the state and the government as much as a Christian does. More coming up here. You can bring up whatever uh, is on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website. You can get the latest information about Free Talk Live in various different ways, whatever way uh, is best for you. You can choose our emailed updates. You can follow our Twitter profile. You can become a fan on our Facebook page. And we make it easy to do all three at news.freetalklive.com. You can go get signed up for whichever one of those that you want, or all three of them. News.freetalklive.com. If you have existing foreclosures, bankruptcies, judgments, liens, collections, or late payments on your credit file, then you need to go to the professionals at the Credit Repair Law Firm Chartered. This, this is a, you know, an organization uh, headed by a lawyer, and what they will do is they will help you to dispute and um, temp- at, the, at the very least temporarily remove, and so if you're buying a house or buying a car, uh, these... these derogatory credit uh, reports that you have, uh, you know, this will help you to increase your credit score. It's called cleaningcredit.com. That's cleaningcredit.com. The cost is remarkably affordable. Cleaningcredit.com. We continue here. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. We go to Philip listening in Tampa to WFLA. Philip, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. How you guys doing tonight? Philip, what's on your I mind? Was listening, well, I was listening in, at the beginning of the show. You was talking about the civil disobedience and you had mentioned the Tea Party. I'm going to move off the theological stuff because I, I didn't really. I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of the Tea Party because I think historically the people that say they're part of this Tea Party movement now give the just give the Tea Party a bad name. You know, the original Boston Tea Party was over no taxation without representation. You know, and if, if these people that are in the Tea Party now. You know, they have representation in Congress. Every one of them, if they're United States, if they live, you know, in the United States. Do you live in Florida? I do. Um, I lived in Florida for a while, and I wasn't allowed to vote. Because you were a felon. That's right. Yeah, do you and, think that's right? And, should, should I not have to pay taxes then? No, you have to pay taxes. Charlie Chris did uh, change some of those laws. 
He, You're right. For a long I went in front time, of Charlie Crist, and he had the opportunity to get, to give me a pardon, but he decided I was too dangerous to vote. <laughs> That's. I mean, and but I've see, been we free have, for ten we, years, in, and even in the state of Florida, even in the state of Florida, you still have a representative, even if you can't what? vote. Now, How can I have I, a representative now, if I didn't get to vote for them? I mean, that that seems well, like the lowest I mean, level but, of representation. Well. Did my representative I mean, try to get me the ability to vote? Listen, this whole representation, uh, voting, uh, you know, this whole taxation without representation thing is a is a uh, bugbear. It's a it's it's a straw man. Well, I, I mean, I give you that, but to to claim as the Tea Party just to have no taxes, we shouldn't pay no taxes. Absolutely. I think the they want fewer taxes. taxes. I think they want fewer taxes. Do you realize that if you pile up income tax, uh, you know, state sales tax, property tax, all these other taxes, that the average average individual well, they're changing them to fees now in the state of Florida. Right. Whatever they are, we know when the government uh, requires money from you um, at you know through force in order to do what you want, uh, then we're talking about taxes. Um, the the, the is... average person pays fifty percent of their income to taxes. If you have to get no, fifty, you're wrong. What where, you need to do is where, a little bit of where research. Where would you get that? Where, I mean, where would you get that data from? I don't think it's that high. Not the average. It's actually person. likely higher than, uh, than right. That. When you include not, the corporate, when you conclu- I'm, I'm telling you, it is um, the the when you include corporate taxes that we all have to pay because corporations aren't real. Then you're starting to give well above fifty percent. Right. Well, if you buy, the Supreme Court said they are real. The Supreme Court said they are real. Well, the and Supreme they Court. The I don't care how many. Do. I don't care how many people stand up there and say it's real. Something that's just a file folder is not a person. Yeah. Corporations are just a legal right. fiction. Corporations are designed in you know business corporations. Designed to make money. The Supreme Court. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. Supreme Court are just guys in dresses. I don't care what they say. Right. The Supreme Court are just men and women wearing robes. They don't know anything more than you or I do about what's real and what's not. So just because they believe some sort of fantasy that says that a a legal fiction, a piece of paper in a file folder, is a real entity, uh, doesn't mean that I should have to go along with their ludicrous uh, belief system. You want to talk about a silly religion? Government is a silly religion. And as far as the, uh, the Tea Party, I'm a Christian, so I'm yeah, a Christian. You don't believe in government? Because that's what really. I believe in government. Yeah. I do believe in government, and it's a misnomer to say that I'm because I'm a progressive. I can't be a Christian. I don't know what? how that's happening. Who said that? Now, yeah, now you're switching, well, switching stories completely. As a progressive, do you believe that anyway. I have the right to the fruits of my labor? You have the rights to the fruits of your labor. Then, Absolutely. The, then taxes are Ill- illegitimate. Then they are a. Then they are uh, extortion. No. Yeah, yeah, they are. What? No, no. Yes. It's because they're needed for the good of for the good of the, of, of the rest of to, everybody. Who gets to country. decide what's good? How do you? The government, the government kills people. Get, Wait a minute! The government's over for. there shooting people. That's for the good. It is for the good that the, that our that our. So killing is for good. Place. Killing innocent people is for good, and stealing from innocent people well, is for good. Religion you got. I mean, they're going to kill us. So if you their the whole being is the government's going to kill, gonna us, kill you, yeah, the kill government them. probably won't kill you. They'll no. just throw you in jail if you don't do what they say. No, the Muslims. You're talking about something different. I'm talking. <laughs> about I've never the been war threatened by a Muslim, but now. I have been threatened by people calling themselves government. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, look, the Tea Party people aren't against taxes. They just want to use taxes in the way they want to use taxes. They want to use taxes to kill people around the world. The Muslims that he, that he was talking. I think about to there. get few, to get no taxes, you probably should start with fewer taxes, though. Is that what they're advocating? Fewer I don't taxes, think so. Yes, the Tea Parties are about taxation. But they they're want to pour fiscal... money into the military. You know they want to pour taxes some of them, into the things not all they of want. Them. You know that the Tea Partiers in general want to pour money into the areas they think the government should be uh, pouring they money into. They need education. Into. Yes, they do need education. You're right about that. 
800-259-9231. But he asked how I felt about the Tea Partiers. At the very beginning of his call, he yep. asked how we felt about the Tea Partiers. And I think that uh, they don't really get freedom. I think that really the Tea Parties are nothing more than a, uh, a pandering ground for Republican politicians to try to uh, tell people that they're going to be all pro-liberty. Now, just elect us again and we'll give you freedom right. uh, like they did in the 1990s. Right. Uh, Barack Obama said he was going to uh, provide transparency to government. They lie, people. I don't care whether you're progressive or conservative. The politicians that you want to elect are liars. Yeah, they're just justifying stealing and, and killing. Let's go to Stefan or Stefan, one or the other, in Albuquerque listening to Kiva. Uh, is it Stefan? Yeah. You're on the air, Stefan. What's on your mind tonight? All right. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, oh, this is going to sound kind of confrontational after that last call. I don't mean it to be such. I promise that. Anyway, I think we're all in agreement here that liberty is a good thing, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And so if we take your definition of liberty of doing living life however you want without infringing on other people's rights, at what point, what do you do when someone's rights are infringed upon? By someone else. Well, they ha- they would have to make their uh, the the victimizer would would have to make their victim whole as po- as whole as possible and then some. But what if the victimizer doesn't? I, I just think that the whole concept of just everyone no government depends on. An I don't believe in no government. Point. I don't believe in no government. I think no, that we no, should. No, no, no. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Okay. I, to I, to answer your sorry. question, uh, I don't th- I don't have any problem with uh, with punishments for people that harm others. I don't think anybody was advocating that. I just don't advocate coercive government. I don't advocate the institutionalization of harming others because in order to fund governments as we know them today, uh, everybody has to be aggressed against, and that's what I want to see change. Stephen, do you think that it's necessary um, for government to be tied to a geopolitical landmass? Just because it's been that way throughout human history, is it necessary? And I'd like to point, before you answer, I'd like to point out that there was a time when religions were tied to geopolitical landmasses. Um, as for instance, uh, Quakers were executed for going going into the Massachusetts colony. Um, And there are still places, I imagine, in the world where somebody will kill you if you're not the right religion. So that has, to some extent, been eradicated. Is it possible for people to have differing governing bodies in the same geopolitical landmass? Well, yeah, the the thing about that is where you start to get aggressive. Uh, Both parties start to think, hey, I want to be the one that's governing the system. And so I, I guess... Basically, to answer your question, is it possible? It's theoretically possible, but I think one party, and I'm saying party not in the modern political sense, but as the governing body, two governing bodies, one of them is going to end up taking control of the other one because... Is that happening now? I mean, there there likely are places that want to take control of uh, Albuquerque, right? Um, Have they invaded yet? Um, I've sort of got cut out a little bit. Um, There are places that want to take over Albuquerque. I'm sure that there are men that would like to take over Albuquerque, but Albuquerque has enough, has has, uh, ties with organizations that will protect it. I think that protection is legitimate. Yeah, protection is legitimate, but aggression is not. Uh, Thank you for the call tonight, Stefan. More coming up. You can bring up whatever's on your mind to control the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. In the late This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. Here to take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we'd appreciate you becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. What we'll do is 
use that money, the three bucks a month that we ask you for, to be an amplifier, to reinvest into the program, to get on more radio stations around the country, expose new people to the ideas of freedom, get more internet listeners on board. You can help us out for three bucks a month. And remember, we give you the website for free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you up front. We give everything away and then ask you for your voluntary assistance. At amp.freetalklive.com, you'll get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, the amp-only forum, and amp-only podcast, and more. Go and get all the details. Get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some other alternative options at amp.freetalklive.com. How soon do you want to start teaching that child that's special to you about the ideas of liberty? I figured I couldn't start soon enough. I'd start in the womb. <laughs> right. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and I read it all the time to my son, Jack. It's kind of like Anne Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's a simple story with graceful rhymes and beautiful illustrations on every page. and It's you know going to be a favorite of any child out there. Go to freemarketunderdog.com and see some samples and order today. It's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with the coupon code FTL, An Island Called Liberty, at freemarketunderdog.com. Cool. Let's continue here. Take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. We've been all over the map from uh, civil disobedience, non-cooperation, to uh, theology, to uh, the nature of the state, uh, and uh, whatever else you want to talk about. We continue here and go to Kiskia, listening in Tampa to WFLA. Kiskia, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was listening to the gentleman about the, the Byzantine Christian that was talking about the Bible. Mm-hmm. It might be his Bible, but in Torah, Torah teaches the beginning of of the nation of Israel. It tells the history of Israel from generations to generations. We do not vary. It does not change unless the Romans or the Greeks change it. Torah has not been changed in over 5,000 years. Yeah, um, the Jews, have, as a people, have been very good about uh, you know, de- demarking their heritage and um, their religious documents. Very, we're, very, we're, we're kind of like in an island within an island. Okay? Okay. Now, let us, let us first of all realize that Judaism and the believers... Is of this person called Yahshua ben Yosef would be his proper name, not the Mashiach. That is a Byzantine verbiage, not in Judaism, because this man or this entity has no is irrelevant, completely irrelevant. So, what is it that you're getting at? I'm a little confused. Well, to answer your questions, I've just given you a little history. Okay. In Judaism, when you die, your soul goes into Sheol. Now, is, is your will to follow Torah or your will not to follow Torah? It's between you and the Creator. Okay. You follow what I'm saying to you? Uh, no, you say the soul there's no, goes into There's a, no hell in Judaism. The soul goes into to, uh, some place. What happens then? It goes into Sheol. We don't know. What we do know is this. In Kabbalah, we are taught a good example is Bill Murray's Groundhog Day. (laughs) That's a great movie. Yes, it was a great movie, and he kept on always coming back to correct his problem. Did he not? Mm -hmm. That's the basic of, of Kabbalah. 
Well, thank you for clearing that up. Thank, I appreciate the call uh, tonight at 800-259-9231. So that's the, uh, the, the Jew- Jewish belief system, is that right? Um, you know, different Jews believe different things. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think it's an extraordinary religion where they actually ask their uh, adherents to question their beliefs as opposed to, uh, you know, so many religions that are just very dogmatic. Yeah. You must believe this or, or else. else. Let's continue. Uh, let's talk to Bobby in Vermont listening to WKBK. Bobby, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Well, you know what? I uh, have looked at religion for off and on for probably about twenty years, and have read different stories and stuff like that. And, and then there's so many different types of interpretations and stuff like that. And I've come to one inevitable thing, and that is, is that you know, if you believe in yourself and you believe in God, you'll do fine. You know, yeah. you're gonna go to hell I, for that crap. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's only, you know, as far as I can see, it's only man's interpretation. There's no quantum proof, you know, that any of this stuff ever happened, you know, Shroud yeah. Turin or any of this stuff at all. Yeah, Just men telling I mean, stories. I'm of the opinion that you're going to go to hell if you act badly because your life will be hell if you act badly. Right, that you get hell. You're already in hell. hell. <laughs> right. If you want it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you exist today, and your choices and your decisions and your beliefs uh, will lead you to uh, a situation of uh, very hell-like uh, possibilities or heaven, uh, heaven-esque Act- possibilities. Actually, I, I, I live a, a rather fruitful life. I mean, I, I don't, uh, you know, cause problems for anybody. I, I, I you know, uh, obey the law. I don't, you know, you know, any of them things. I, I just, I'm just, I, I really have a hard time with... You know, uh, with the believing of it, because again, like as, as I say, there's no quantum proof. It's it's uh, it's only man's word. Yeah, I, I happen to agree that uh, you're right there that it's just men in many cases organized religion attempting to control other men. However, there's enough proof in my life to see that uh, you do good things, good things tend to happen. You do bad things, uh, bad things tend to happen. So I, I think I've seen the, enough proof uh, about that. How do you feel there? Oh, I definitely agree with that. You know, how you carry yourself, you know, and how you treat your fellow man or fellow woman, you know, that's going to happen. You you, you know, good things are going to happen. I mean, there's always going to be that certain time when, you know, even though you may do good things, you know, some bad things may happen. But I do believe that, you know, if you, you know, do the right thing, you know, and, you know, uh, live within the boundaries of the law. You know, somebody is watching over it. There's no question about that. Well, I'd like to point out one point of clarification, because I generally agree with you, but when you use the term law, I want to make sure we're on the same page. I live within the boundaries of natural law, where I do no harm to others, but I do not live within the boundaries of man laws, where uh, men calling themselves legislators deem to uh, control how I behave and what I choose to do with my life. I, I don't I, I don't agree with, 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 with that either, because... I mean, again, that's just like religion. It's just their own interpretation. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's uh, go to Gene, the Christian anarchist, on the line in Tennessee. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, hi. I hear everybody talking about religion, so I guess I figured I'd better call you guys up and straighten everyone out. Go for it, Gene. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, I've... I like the guy earlier that talked about the uh, uh, Christianity, or not Christianity, but uh, monotheism being older than 
uh, pantheism. And I, that's something that I also have looked into, and I've, I've found that there's a lot of evidence to support that. One of it is uh, um, the Confucianism. If you look at ancient Confucianism, not as it, not as it uh, progressed later on, but in the very earliest writings of Confucianism, it definitely had a monotheistic tone to it. So I, I have to uh, throw that out there as well, also evidence. I thought that. that was the weakest of the arguments, because it really doesn't matter which came first, polytheism or monotheism. Um, and um, pantheism, he was conflating polytheism with pantheism, and I think that's uh, that's inaccurate. But I, I felt like that was the weakest of the cases. So what if that's the first and the only evidence... Isn't that a logical fallacy? Right. right. I mean, you know, just because it was first uh, doesn't mean that it's true. Argumentum um, ad antiquatum or something yeah, like that? that that's, the, that's the term. And and, well, um, the reason I like to throw that out there is is because so many people like to uh, point to their documentation saying, well, uh, pantheism is stronger, older, better, you know, fill in the blank. And what I've found is that most of what we see is inaccurate anyway. Most of what we're reading in uh, history and uh, things of that nature, you can't trust 100% to be true. Now, I, I also include the Bible in that, but not as the Bible, I don't say most of it isn't true. I say most of it is true because I believe that uh, that document has the greatest amount of accuracy of most of our historical documents. And, if, and a lot of people question the document and just throw, uh, throw the whole thing out. But if you did that, you would pretty much have to throw out everything that's ever been written in the past because... Uh, they, they all have their, their fallacies and their, their faults. Gene, thanks for the thoughts. Thanks for the call tonight, 800-259-9231. We've got a full hour remaining here. Hour number three is on the way. You are welcome to bring up whatever's on your mind. If you're on the line, we will get to your calls. 800-259-9231 to control of the airwaves. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, brought to you by SACL CAI. More coming up. From the last margins of the land of Big Brother comes a new pro-freedom website. The UK Libertarian rails against the country's ridiculous regulation, its crumbling National Health Service, its disintegrating government schools, and the political parasites leeching more of our freedom every single day. Visit us at www.theuklibertarian.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231 as we launch into the third hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. As we continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want, we've been all over the map from civil disobedience non- and non-cooperation to... I swear uh, we don't need to, to do a show prep on this show. You just you just get on, say something, people call in. That's it's awesome. One of the nice things about doing Free Talk Live is uh, it's an open phone show, so you really can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. But uh, yeah, everything from talking about uh, the healthcare thing with uh, being civilly disobedient and non-cooperative uh, to uh, a theological discussion, which doesn't tend to pop up on Saturday nights, but it has. And of course, uh, you've been responding with your thoughts. And uh, we even went into the world of uh, so-called representation, talking about how that's fallacious, taxation, etc. Take us where you want to go. Let's talk to Dustin, listening 
to WFLA in St. Petersburg. Dustin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how's it going? Okay, um, I had heard earlier that you guys were talking about the fact that the Tea Fighters um, wanted to use taxes for their own men's, um, mainly the military. And uh, today I spent five hours in Orlando um, at a rally um, or forum, I should say, put on by Glenn Beck, who's seen as a, you know, a spiritual leader of that movement. And I can tell you not once was that mentioned. Um, not once was what mentioned? The, the, the taking of money and taking it out of social programs and putting it into the military. Cool. Um, actually, towards the end of the, of the event, he actually mentioned taking home troops and m- minimizing our footprint abroad. Glenn Beck said um, that? I can tell you. Huh? Glenn Beck said that? Yes. Awesome. Oh, that's I good. Yeah, he's going along. There See, are some people. That I was... disagreed with my partner on this one, and I'd like to. Uh, okay. You said you guys, and I just want to make it clear. I do think the Tea Party movement tends to be skew more Republican. I do not trust Republicans. I did that in the '90s, and uh, we got the contract with America, and um, we got under George Bush an 80 percent growth of government. So right, and, and I totally agree. And I, I, I mean, I'm only 22, so I, I'm obviously a younger member of this group. Um, but I wholeheartedly agree that the Republicans have screwed up just as much as the Democrats have. And, and I'm, I am a registered Republican. Um, That's just because you have to be registered. You just have to be registered in Florida in order to vote in a primary. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, stink, it's a stinky um, rule. It, it is. And my, my, my girlfriend is actually registered independent, and she, she doesn't is vote unable to vote. Right. Well, primary votes are the most important of all votes because you get to decide who rep, who is going to represent the party. And I don't care whether it's Democrat or Republican. Um, if you know, it's, It seems to me if you're going to spend the gasoline to go and vote, um, which is essentially a, a statistically um, insignificant act. But if you're going to do it, you probably should go and do it at the primaries as opposed to the generals. Exactly. You know, something that, I mean, just from the voting perspective, we talk about the Free State Project here on this program, and we'll be talking a little bit more about it here in a little bit, um, but the idea of getting liberty-minded people together in the same place here in New Hampshire and getting active. Uh, Mark and myself made the move from the Tampa Bay area a few years ago up here as part of the Free State Project. It's kind of an interesting little way they have the, their political system set up. You can be registered in New Hampshire as an undeclared voter. So you can be Republican, Democrat, or undeclared. And then if you want to, you can go in on a primary day. And if you want to vote in the Republican primary or the Democrat primary, you can declare yourself as one or the other. And then when you leave, you can undeclare yourself again. So it's kind of a cool little setup. And that's the libertarian movement, correct? Uh, no, no, no. I was talking about undeclared. They don't. There is a Libertarian Party in New Hampshire, but they're not uh, officialized like the Republicans and Democrats are. They okay. don't have the major party status. Uh, so you can only re- re- register as one of those three options, Republican, Democrat, or undeclared. I believe it's the only state that has ever uh, voted in a uh, registered Libertarian into its state house, though. And the, the undeclared voters can declare themselves as either Republican or Democrat. So if there's a race that you're interested in between the Democrats and there's no real Republican you want to, you're interested in, you can become a Democrat for the five minutes that it takes to vote and then unbecome a Democrat on your way out. Or same thing for a Republican. If you want to vote in a Republican primary, you can declare as a Republican and vote in the Republican primary and then undeclare back to a kind of a neutral position when you leave. It's kind of a unique little thing that uh, I don't know if that I don't know if it's that way in any other state. But uh, it's pretty, 
Pretty interesting. The, the the political system here in New Hampshire is actually set up to where there's the possibility that you could actually change it with enough activist effort. Places like Florida and California are just so entrenched and so difficult to uh, to get into the uh, to, to actually have any any kind of success. Anyway, any other thoughts uh, on your mind? Uh, no, I just wanted to make that point clear. Um, it, it's, it, misinformation about the Sea Party movement is all over the place, and I. Sure. Oh, wait, I don't know. For whatever we, we didn't do it. For whatever reason, we lost your call. Apologies about that. But yeah, you of know, course, I, misinformation is everywhere about the uh, the tea parties. Uh, I've actually been to a couple of the, the tea parties, and I can say that, sure, there are going to be some people that are attending the tea parties that actually are in favor of getting uh, government out of our lives. But a lot of the people that are intending, attending the tea parties are absolutely in favor of the state. Now, I didn't say that they were necessarily in favor of gutting social programs, because many of them are on social, social security and things like that, and, you know, the VA, etc. Uh, I just think that they aren't really principled. They don't really understand what liberty of course means. They, of course they aren't. And I think this is where you fall off the wagon because you you sound like you're dissing the uh, the Tea Party movement, which is just basically how you and I started. It's a front for Republican candidates. I it, mean, come on, it, that's it, what it, it is. They're attempting to make that happen. You're yeah. saying that that is so, and that is not so. Wait, wait, wait. What? What's not so? It's not so that it's a front for Republican candidates. People, it's an it's an opportunity for people to get together and discuss the ideas of liberty. Mm. And hopefully they will move along. It sounds it, it sounds to me like Glenn Beck was moving along. I'm there. all I in favor to... of them moving along, Mark. I've been, I've been the one that has attended these uh, tea parties to speak to the the true message. Thank of you liberty. for doing that. I've been the one. That's, I'm just not uh, going to diss them. The I think they're doing great stuff. I mean, I've good. been the one that has handed out the flyers. I don't know what are they doing though. I mean, besides just waving they're meeting, signs. What, what do you do? What did you do at first? You you figured it yeah. out. You 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 know you found out about the ideas of liberty. You tried some things. Right. They failed. You know. I, mean, I think we all try things that fail. I think we're failing less now. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I mean, just, kind, that's just, all. There's just not much that's actually happening as a result of it beyond, it, it takes a t- it takes beyond Republican a politicians slow. getting uh, people to support their campaigns, I think that which is not going to result in any increase in the, freedom. The more, the more that uh, Republicans talk about the ideas of liberty, the, the better chance you have of getting um, you know, more um, principled candidates like Ron Paul and things like that in there. Look, I understand that there's really not much you're doing at this point except rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. The United States government has spent itself yeah, into and oblivion. I'm just saying don't pretend like it's anything else. That's all. I'm not going to candy coat my message for these people. I think you need to, I, I think that uh, it alienates people if you if you, you know, say that your version of liberty sucks. Well, um, you don't have liberty if you if you support Republicans or Democrats in general. More coming up here, 800-259-9231 with your phone calls about what you want. We go to Ricky listening in St. Pete to WFLA. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ricky. Going once. Yeah. There you're on the air. Okay. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to mention um, uh, you were talking about the Bible and stuff, and you all were getting into a lot of sidetracks, and... I just wanted to bring up a little Bible prophecy, which is true. Hmm. Go ahead. Okay. So Jesus is teaching the disciples, and one of them asked, what will be the sign of your returning? And Jesus said, the land will be filled with violence and terrorism. Terrorism? There will, I thought yeah, that was a new there one. Will, there will be earthquakes in diverse places. Wars and rumors of wars. There will be pestilence. There will be wars and rumors of wars. The waves will roar and the winds will howl before the great and terrible day of the Lord. 
Now, isn't how do that, you know that's isn't true? Isn't that happening already? I mean, didn't that happen all throughout the last 2,000 years? You know, pestilence, earthquakes, wars. Yeah. yeah. And it's in a very short time. A day with the Lord is 1,000 years. Uh-huh. It's a very short period of time. Um, didn't Paul say that it was going that, that, that God was going to come back soon? And Jesus is coming back soon. I don't consider two thousand years soon, and I find that a I find that a problem that he would write that in the Bible when I would interpret soon as soon, and it's been two thousand years. A day with the Lord is a thousand years. I, I understand a, the, uh, and, the cryptology that a, goes into it, but um, and I think a, that and a God thousand be, years. I think God should be uh, clear with me if he wants me to be saved and not go to eternal torment. So you you say Jesus is coming back uh, when? What what, what year? 2012? 2012. You got it. Hey, we're coming up. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. You better sell all your crap or something. What are you supposed to do about that if you believe it? What do you do about that? Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Candy. For inspiring ideas for your next celebration, be sure to visit us at CelebrationCorner.com. You don't have to wait for a holiday to plan a festive meal. Celebrate anytime with a fun menu or creative theme. Invite friends for a roll-your-own sushi dinner. Or surprise your family with a birthday cake when it's nobody's birthday. Fun is the name of the game, so make up a special reason of your own. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. Anything by dialing in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. Tonight it's Ian with you and Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com features including various different ways to listen to the show. We've got live streams, broadband and dial up versions, our webcam, and listen lines, which allow you to listen via any phone that can dial long distance. Go and get them for free. Get all the details and tune in over at listen.freetalklive.com. The Institute for Humane Studies Summer Seminar Program is now accepting applications until March the 31st, so it's getting very, very close. There are 11 different seminars on all aspects of liberty. They're in major cities across the country. The IHS will pay your meals and housing while you are there. All you have to do is get there. As I said, the deadline is March the 31st. Really, really, if you are an undergraduate, graduate student, or recently graduated, Go to libertarianseminars.com for the summer seminar program from the Institute for Humane Studies, libertarianseminars.com. We continue with your phone calls about what you want, and go to Joe, listening in Tampa, to WFLA. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Joe, Tampa, going once. Hello. Hey, Joe, you're on the air. Hey, buddy. Uh, Listen, I was calling about the guy that called earlier and talking about quantum proof. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Christianity, as far as I know, is based on faith. Mm -hmm. We don't know that Jesus died for our sins. You have to believe in that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just what I wanted to say. We have to have faith. You have to have faith in something. Well, you you don't really have to, I suppose. Uh, some people, a- atheists, I don't know, would, they, would an atheist say they have faith in themselves, or would they just uh, shy away from using that term at all? I, I used to be an atheist, so I, I would I would think that my old atheist self would likely have rejected the idea of, uh, of faith in the first place. 
Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not an atheist, so I don't know what an atheist would believe in. But I myself, every day when I work, uh, like I'm a carpenter. Mm-hmm. If I measure something, I have to have faith that I measured it right to cut it and make it fit. I don't know if that's the right uh, application of the word faith. I mean, it's, there's, well, there's concrete no, it's reality involved not. there. Do what now? Uh, there's concrete reality involved in whether or not you measured it. You can always measure it a second time in case you were concerned that you might have measured well, yeah, it the first time. Well, yeah, they say measure twice and cut once, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> it's good advice. But I think we all do have to believe in something or should believe in something. And if we don't, then we're just going along blindly. Thank you for your thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, you know, uh, guys like that that have their faith, I have nothing to say to them. You know, I've got no no malice uh, against them, um, you know, like that. When, if it's about their faith, that's fine with me. Um, you know, to me, what it's about is uh, threatening people. Nelson is listening in New York City. Nelson, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Nelson, going once. Nelson, in New York City, going twice. Hey, yes. Hey, Nelson. Hey, thanks. You're I on was the on air. hold for two hours. What's on your mind tonight? Sorry. You're putting everybody ahead of me, wasn't I? Anyways. Did you have I something was, you wanted to share? So I called. What? I was going to say, did you have something you wanted to share? Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, first of all, I can say I, can, I am an IHS alumni, and it is a good a good program. Thank you. So, I, I enjoyed my time there, but... Uh, yeah, I called about the guy way back talking about Christianity being a socialist. Is is basically a socialist idea? I think is what he said. A socialist religion. I didn't hear and that. The Bible okay. Socialist. And I said that no, it, no, it's really not. And this actually came up last week when I had a speaker at our church. He's, he teaches at one of the colleges here in New York, and he uh, I I think he's fairly somewhat typical of a lot of preachers in this, you know, government is good and we need to bow down, kind of whatever. And I very much disagree with him. And I think that, talk about John Locke and life, liberty, and property, I think the Bible actually does talk about the ideas of liberty, the ideas of property, that we have property rights and we have a right of property, not the right to property. And that includes food and things like that. And that uh, it also says, if man does not work, he shall not eat. So it's, that's, I think it's not a socialist religion that you are to work for your food. As far as the right of property, it says thou shalt not steal. So I think it, that is a recognition of the right of property, and that includes the right to your labors. Yep. Uh, labor. Thou shalt not steal, even if... Even Wait. if you're part of the government. Well, I think the th- what you are referencing, I'm thinking. Yes, if, the- it doesn't. Even if you're part of the government, if you are of, it doesn't matter where you are. You know, the government should not steal. That's right. I think what Nelson was referring to, Mark, was actually you made some statement about the the Bible being socialist because the caller earlier made some kind of wealth redistribution citation from the Bible, and then you labeled that as socialist. I don't remember exactly yeah, what the I citation guess I do. was. I but it's likely the Bible's a big book, and it's likely that you could go in there and find some find sort any of old thing you want justification for Nehemiah socialism. Nehemiah says the Pegasus uh, descends from heaven with a rays of light, and you know people can call it whatever they want. Well, it does call for charity, but it's it's the idea. Socialism is forced charity. Yes, that's not what the it's Bible, not charity Bible at all. Is about. I mean, you should be willing to give. Charity is like a, the books that you you don't like. You know, it's, 
building charity. Charities afford. It doesn't say you have to share. Charity is a form of love, and you can't have love when the money, your money is being stolen from you uh, at the threat of violence to yourself and your family. Oh, that, I agree with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you no, know, I absolutely right. agree. I think the, as far anyway, he was saying how the government is. You know, we have to do what the government says, basically. Just like the Christians did with the Roman government, right? Yeah. Well, when, and the, a lot of the preachers are paid by our government, and Alex Jones um, shows this a lot, is that they're paid to preach Romans 13, just like they did. You know, they did the same thing back in under Hitler. They preached Romans 13. The government is, you know, you're supposed to give service to the government. And it's in our Constitution, you know, we are the government, and our, our Caesar or our king is the Constitution. And so, Well, I didn't sign the Constitution, so I don't consider it mine. But thank you, Nelson, for the call tonight. Well, I appreciate yeah, I hearing from you. I'll render unto John Hancock what is John Hancock's. <laughs> <laughs> he can have it all. At his grave, uh, 800-259-9231. Because That's the, the Declaration people, of Independence, but whatever. The people who signed the Constitution uh, did not even sign it. That When they signed it, it was in witness thereof. So they didn't even actually ad- adhere their names to it as an agreement. Essentially, the Constitution is an unsigned agreement. Even though there are signatures on it, they did not sign it as a it's binding. It's not an agreement. Right. It's not a binding agreement uh, for it, them. And for, so I didn't, certainly didn't sign bound, it, and they're dead. For people to be bound to an agreement, they must have uh, understood and agreed to that agreement in the beginning. You cannot bind somebody through democracy. Um, you know, So if I decide that I'm not bound to the con- – and I would believe that even if I uh, said at one point I was bound by the Constitution, now I can choose to not be. That's, that's fine. I mean it, my, my sovereignty is – mine and it really can't be taken away and i don't care how fancy the lettering is on your document toll-free number here tonight 800-259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves again freetalklive.com redesigned for 2010 you go there create yourself an account it's totally free you can then submit whatever kind of uh show prep suggestions you want to news stories Video posts, blog posts, anything you can think of, you submit it in there. If it's already been submitted, well, you'll find that out, which is great because it helps prevent duplicate submissions. You can then just vote up what you like, vote down what you don't like, and the best stories make it to the top uh, top of our website at freetalklive.com. So uh, head on over there and enjoy that. There's more coming up here. Still a whole half hour to go with your phone calls about what you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free, so enjoy those, including our webcam. You can go and watch and listen to the show, as well as chat with other Free Talk Live listeners over at cam.freetalklive.com. Chat room, webcam, both free. Our website is free, cam.freetalklive.com. And from creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-freedom activism than you ever imagined possible. When you move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. We did it. 
we joined the Free State Project, made the move to New Hampshire. We're some of the early movers, and you can be too. We've uh, The Free State Project has reached over 10,000 participants within the last couple weeks. Uh, which is a big milestone for us. We're halfway to the goal of 20,000. So come on, go to freestateproject.org yeah. uh, and uh, learn more about it. Get on board and get yourself up here to New Hampshire if you really want a chance at liberty in your lifetime. There's no better place than around hundreds and soon thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people who are actually getting active uh, in order to achieve it. We continue here uh, taking your phone calls about what you want. I think we have John in Massachusetts. John, are you with us? John in Massachusetts. Going. Hi. Hey, John. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, not much. I just wanted to call in and speak, if I could, about the uh, Tea Party movement. Yes, sir. Um, I know myself. I went to a couple of the uh, Tea Party events, and uh, to tell you the truth, I was uh, pretty disappointed just by the the common ignorance that's out there about you know what liberty is, and also not only that, but it just seems to me that uh, a lot of the people out there they just have no idea you know, what their government is doing to them and just no idea, you know, what freedom really is. And they know they the don't only... like Obama, though. <laughs> well, the only reason that they go to these events is because, you know, they think that uh, they'll get lower taxes out of it. And, you know, if, if that's the only reason they're going, they're really missing the point. What is the point? Well, the point is, uh, you know, if the, the Tea Party movement was successful, it, you know, it would be to promote liberty and uh you know, you got to start somewhere, basically. So, um, but it just seems to me like there's just a, a general ignorance out there about, you know, why they're there, and they're just there to, to uh, you know, support the Republican candidate and not, you know, have to pay any more taxes. So, Do you think that uh, that's what they're advocating, is not paying any more taxes? I haven't heard that message. Um, I know at the one I went to, it was, it was all about... Uh, don't spend any more money for, you know, out of my paycheck is what everybody there was. Oh, so, just, uh, so that means just stop taking more taxes. We just want right, you to just the income tax. And I think that's right. a good place to start. You know, Ron Paul, during his uh, 2008 run for the presidency, said that if we got rid of the IRS and the money that they generated, the government would shrink to the size, in 2008, he said this, to the size of 1997. Except now, that's not what they're saying. He just said they're talking about just stopping taking more, not, uh, rege- you know, rejecting the IRS. Right, that- but in order to stop, you know, uh, in order to get rid of income taxes completely, you have to start by stop taking more. Um, you know, you have to start somewhere. I don't guess you, you have to, but um, you know, it is a it is a way to go about doing it. And I'm I'm for them not taking anything more. By more, though, I would interpret that to say is they're not allowed to take anything more from me. And they progressively take um, you know a certain percentage from me on a regular basis. And I would like that to stop. Exactly, exactly. So that's all. I, I just wanted to uh, throw my two cents in and. Thank you very much for taking my John, call. thank, thank you, you for being there. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Yeah, Mark, I mean, it's like I'm not trying to be mean to the Tea Partiers. I'm just trying to tell it like it is. And when I've been to the Tea Party uh, movements, I haven't heard anything really about liberty beyond some buzzwords about uh, how they don't like what the government's doing, how there's tyranny now, but there wasn't tyranny during the George Bush administration. And some, I believe some feel that way and some don't. It's a group of people that obviously some do and some don't, but I'm talking about of the speakers and the people that, uh, that were being heard and the people I talked to while I was there. Uh, it's I think a, group a lot of, people of these people that I don't think... know how to access the real liberty speakers. Right. That's I why it... I came. That's why I spoke. That's 
that's why I was handing out flyers and things like that. Uh, but they do need to hear what real liberty means, and even if that, even if that's a message that uh, they're, at first they're going to bristle against, uh, they do need to hear it unvarnished and presented in uh, as realistic and also as persuasive of, uh, of a manner as possible. Some sort of a manner that is uh, is tailored to them to where they could understand it. And I, I did my best uh, to do that, so I don't want to make it sound like I'm taking a big dump on the tea parties. I think that uh, there's some value there, but I don't think they should fool themselves into uh, thinking they're going to do anything else beyond just promote you know, the next batch of Republicans. I am very concerned that we have uh, that this is going to be contract with America part two. That's what um, it sounds like to me. But, you know, I, I think that people taking action for liberty, even if that action you know, may, may not result in complete liberty, is a good thing. We continue with George listening to KBYO in Louisiana. George, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Evening, fellas. What's on your mind tonight, George? Uh, caught my interest earlier. Um, I was corrected. Uh, the screener told me it was Mark. I thought, to Ian, I thought you said that you had a felony in Florida, uh, but uh, the screener told me it was Mark. I was curious, and I certainly am not trying to prejudge anything. I'm really curious as to what the felony was about and how it influenced uh, Mark and uh, what it was about. And, and I mean, there, there probably was some kind of, some kind of a, a missed call. As they had, I mean, I can't imagine Mark being convicted of a felony. I'm just curious. Well, the what Mark today isn't the same Mark he was 20 years ago. And I'm sure you're not well, the same George you were 20 years ago, but I'll let mm-hmm. Mark answer your question. Okay. All right. Good. Well, um, you know, the, the felony was a second degree murder charge. And I was, uh, you know, I can't give, I can't go into detail because of the son, okay. of, son of Sam laws that are in the United States don't allow me to profit from the telling of the story. And I make profit off of this radio show, so I can't tell a story on it. Okay. But um, right. I, I can say that I was there and I, um, you know, I, I did some things I shouldn't have done. I didn't kill anybody, but, you know, I, and I didn't have the expectation that that was going to happen, but it did. And, you know, with the felony one murder laws in the United States as they are, I could have been convicted of uh, first degree murder. So I took a plea. I was scared. I didn't have good uh, legal counsel. Yeah. I talked to the police when I shouldn't have talked to the police. And well, I did nine years in prison for it. And I believe I'm a better nine. man for it. Nine. You did nine years, That's Mark? correct. Yes, sir. Dang it, man. Uh, what kind of, well, this is a silly, silly question, but but I'm really interested. What kind of influence did that those nine years do to bring you to where you are now in New Hampshire. Well, I don't, I don't know that uh, I, I I couldn't tell you how they uh, brought me the the ten years after I've uh, you know I've been out more than ten years. Did you say you found out about freedom from the jail guards? Uh, yeah, I, I found out from you know the, the jail guards there, the ideas of liberty. I started reading Imprimis magazine, which uh, sent out by Hillsdale College. Um, you know, I, I found some of the ideas of of, of liberty, but it, you know, I, and then I, you found me when you got out. Oh God. <laughs> You know, but um, you know, more or less, it was just it was a growing experience for me. It allowed me to uh, to read a great deal. To uh, you know, I I wanted to learn a language and do all these things, better myself while the you know the time was uh, you know while, while I had the time, and I I did that, and and I think I'm a, I'm a better man for the experience. Can, can I interject just one other thing, sure. and then I'll let you go? Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, last night I was my grandsons were here, and uh, my, my uh, the the second my. My second grandson, the middle-aged one, uh, last night I was listening to 92.7, and, and uh, a, um, an alternative speaker was on um, Michael Savage's show. And he, he was talking nonsense, you know. And, and my grandson says, 
why don't you just shut up, stupid? You're just trying to you're just trying to uh, make people mad and all this. And and I told him, I said, I said his name is Brandon. I said, Brandon, look, don't get mad. Just listen to what they're saying. You got to weed through it because my grandson, uh, uh, he's like uh, ten or eleven. My oldest one's like fifteen, and the youngest one's like seven or eight. And and I'm concerned about what they're learning in school. You know, whether it's good or bad or right or wrong. You know, I mean, I'm 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 concerned about it. And, and um, uh, when whenever he went back in the, in the house, my son, his dad, come out and said, Dad. What are you listening? What are you listening to? I said, No, you got it all wrong. But, but anyway, I I, I like listening to, to all this, and I'm trying to weed through all of it. Just well, like good. I, I hope we helped you out a little bit here tonight, George. Thanks for the call, but I don't recommend listening to Michael Savage unless you <laughs> want your blood pressure to rise or you're a hate monger. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call. Coming up, Free Talk Live. on your mind, but I'm not going to give you the number because, honestly, the lines are loaded up. And if we don't get a chance to get to your call tonight, well, call back Monday night. We've got six nights a week that we do this show, three hours a night, so 18 hours a week should be plenty of time for you to get your call in about whatever's on your mind. Tonight it is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you want to support the show, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter through that link, Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. Again, that's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Do your best in this final segment to keep your thoughts as, I guess, uh, punctual or as, as short as possible. Punctual, not the correct word. Uh, we continue, though, with your phone calls. Hugh is listening in West Palm Beach to WFTL. Hugh, you're on Free Talk Live. Punctuated, perhaps, yeah. is what I was looking for. Anyway, go ahead. Truncated? <laughs> I'm talking to you. You said uh, you, uh, it's an atheist, right? Someone who don't believe in God, right? An atheist is somebody who does not believe in uh, yeah, a higher power. Well, uh, I know you heard about Israel, the nation Israel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know you heard about King David, right? Yes. He was the greatest king that ever lived, and God gave him the power to feed the whole world. And he had more than anybody else, and he said in the Bible, the same Bible many people don't believe, and the Psalms Chapter 14, he said, a fool says in his heart, there ain't no God. All right? And here's a man had every other, had everything, much woman, much children, whatever he had. And he said that, you know, I'm not against you for your belief, but that's what the Bible says. I didn't say that I wasn't, uh, that I didn't believe there was no, no God. No, no, I didn't say you said it, but okay. the person who said there was an atheist on the phone. Okay. And you're okay. saying what happens? So, uh, well, I couldn't quite make out what you had said there. All right, let me let me say it again. Yeah, say it right you into know, your phone. You know about the nation Israel. Yeah, I don't want to hear the whole thing again. Just the one uh, phrase that uh, you said about atheists. Uh huh. I'm not against someone saying they are, but the Bible say a fool said in his heart there ain't no God. A fool. Okay, gotcha. Thanks for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As we continue here, and we'll talk to Craig, listening in Keene to WKBK. Craig, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, how you doing? Hey, Craig, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just want to disagree with Ian a little bit. Um, okay, sure. I, I think that in any mass movement or a moderate-sized movement, for example, the Tea Party movement, there's going to be all kinds of different people with some things in common, and there's also going to be all kinds of different levels of awareness among those people. 
So given that, I think it's a bit unfair for you to presume that you have some sort of advanced conception of liberty compared to the Tea Party movement. Well, I can say that I have an advanced conception of liberty as compared to myself 10 years ago. I think that there's a certain path to liberty that, uh, that people can take, and I think that, uh, that you're right. It's not fair to group everybody all into one group, but I can make a statement based on my experiences of who I have spoken with at the tea parties and who I did hear speaking at the tea parties, and, and I think that's a, those are fair things to say. Uh, so I wasn't really trying to put, to put everybody in one category, but at the same time, there is only one meaning for liberty. Do you agree with that? Uh, no, I don't agree with that. I, no? think that there are, I think that that's a pretty complex subject, and I don't think that anybody has a monopoly on it, and I think that it's... Uh, so and you I don't also, believe that a word can have one definition, that, that, that there's one common uh, definition that applies to a word? You believe you can just, you know, just define it as you want, and liberty can mean whatever you want it to mean? Is that the idea? Uh, no, um... No, I wouldn't say that. So what would you um, say? I also, that I also want to say, I also want to say that even that even people that aren't particularly well educated or knowledgeable about the history of freedom and civilizations within the Tea Party have an advanced enough idea of liberty and what they're supporting. For example, even if somebody simply says, "I don't want my money taken away from me by the government," that in and of itself is it's good um, enough for me. A, that is a legitimate freedom issue. Absolutely. I think, and, I, and I don't think that that should be denigrated. Did I denigrate that? I, I absolutely agree with that. I think that there are people there that uh, that don't mind the government taking money from them because they just want it to uh, be It's not about the government people. taking money from, uh, from people who want their money taken. It's about the government. You said that monopolies are bad, and I agree with you. The government is has the monopoly privilege of taking them, their, your money from you and um, enacting violence upon you if you do not comply. That's a bad uh, thing. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, I cool, think man. I think we're in a fair amount of agreement here. Uh, anything else on your mind tonight, Craig? No, that's it. I just wanted to make the point that there's a lot more to the even the the most ignorant, least educated Tea Party member, and that that should be honored and appreciated. I don't I don't think that um, en masse that there's a level of ignorance among Tea Party members. I think that's ridiculous. I think that they're really good people. And that they're, they well, are except for the fact that they want, some of them want to kill people around the world. I mean, is that a no, good thing? I think, I think that that's a wild and immature statement. Well, and, I don't and, think that's and not, immature. And not particularly thoughtful. Well, do, do you disagree? Do you, do you think that they don't want to kill people <laughs> We think the about liberty eight, six I think a week, that's dude. a ridiculous statement. No, I don't agree with that. You don't think, I think that, that pe- there are all, I think that there are, like I said in the beginning, I think that there are all kinds of people involved in any mass movement. Mm, I agree and that with that. that. Okay. So then, then you're painting them with a broad brush. No, no, I'm specifically talking about the ones that want to kill people around the world. Are they good people? That's what I'm asking you. I'm not saying all of them want to kill people around the world. I'm saying some people at the tea parties want to murder people around the world in the name of whatever the heck. See, but when you make a statement like that, there is an implication that this is a characteristic of people of that movement, and that's ridiculous. No, no, that's not what I said. I said some of those people... Let me make make myself clear, Let me me make myself clear. I think that there are people that don't attend tea parties that want to kill people around the world. There are people that call themselves progressives and liberals that want to kill people around the world. So I'm not trying to paint all all tea partiers that way. All I was saying is you said the people... You made a general statement that the people at the tea parties are good people, and I think that in their personal lives, they probably are... Hang on, Craig. I think that in their personal lives... They probably are very good people to their families and their loved ones, but at the same time, they support murdering people via the U.S. military. I don't think that's a very good thing. Do you? 
They? What do you mean by they? Do you they, mean the majority the people who support, I'm not talking about any majority or anything like that. I'm saying the people at the Tea Parties yeah. who support the military interventionism around the world. Those people specifically. However uh, many of them are, I'm not speculating toward. Craig, I think that... Um, I'm asking Craig a question, Mark. I'd like to get an answer from it. Okay. What's your question? <laughs> My question was about those members of the Tea Party movement who are supporting killing people around the world via the military. Do you consider them to be good people in that particular aspect? Well, that's a loaded question because killing people is sometimes necessary and is sometimes part of something that I might agree with. So in some instances, yes. In some instances, no. Do you see We're how you're over- innocent people you see who how do- you're- what you're doing is you're oversimplifying a concept by asking a loaded question. You made the statement that they were good people. I was just simply rebutting that, uh, that some of them are not good because they support killing innocent people. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. We continue here. Uh, Mark, did you want to get something in real quick? No, I'm done. All right. So uh, we go to, I believe Ven is on the line in Athens, Georgia. Ven, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Uh, Ian and Mamwood. <laughs> well, you've been listening a long time. Yeah, you're old school. Old school. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, Ben. Quick, quick. Um, yeah, really quick. Um, faith and hope. Because faith, that's one thing. But I hope people move to the Free State Project. And it's like me and my girlfriend. I mean, I'm, I'm in Georgia. Mm-hmm. She's in Texas. I hope that we're going to be up there next year. Great. Me too. How does that balance out with faith? I'm not religious, but I'm, I'm saying, I mean, is that not the same mentality? Well, I think that uh, faith, uh, you know, is, is probably something more certain than hope. Hope is uh, something that's iffy. How faith, so? Well, uh, faith, you believe it is true, whereas hope, you believe you hope that it is true. So that's how you feel about the Free State Project. I uh, hope that the Free State Project works out, yes. You don't have faith in it. I, I see. I'm not religious. I've I'm just asking here. I've seen evidence that I can uh, point to. Um, I have. I, I do have faith in it in that in that respect. Yes. Even I'm a before zealot. it started, did you not have faith in it? I I would have to say I did. You know, I mean, I, I had a certain. It, it seemed logical to me, and that made it made sense to me. And and I don't have a problem with a person's faith. Um, you know, that, as I no, said, I agree with you, man. I'm trust me. I'm the one dragging a Texan. Raised Vietnamese nurse up in New Hampshire next year. <laughs> God bless you. You don't think that's easy? All right. I definitely see that there's uh, some subtleties here that uh, we don't have time to flesh out. I thank you, Ben, for the call tonight. Let's see if we can get Rick on the line in California quickly here. Rick, you got about the last uh, 20 seconds or so. Okay. Um, I was raised a Jehovah's Witness, and um, I wanted to believe the Bible for a time. I was taught how to defend the Bible, and I, I did sort of believe that argument for a while. But uh, what I found, ultimately, uh, the, the argument started falling apart, and it, what convinced me that it's not true is basically just evolution of the fossil record pretty much disproves Genesis. Satan put, them funny shape, Satan put them funny-shaped <laughs> bones around to confuse people. Hey, Rick, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. We are out of time tonight for the Saturday edition of the program. It has been Ian with you. And Mark. And if you didn't get your chance to get your thoughts on the air, just call, it back, uh, call us back Monday night. We'll talk to you then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Getting a mortgage without a down payment or just refinancing your home can be tough right now. 
But if you've served in the U.S. Armed Forces, Reserves, or National Guard, it doesn't have to be. I'm Tim Lewis of iFreedom Direct. After serving in Operation Iraqi Freedom, I now help other vets get their financial needs met. Our team of professionals understands the special benefits under the law for veterans. We have over 20 years of VA home mortgage experience, including refis to VA loans at lower rates. On your feet! If you're a veteran in need of a mortgage or interested in a refi for cash out or lower payments, call 888-900-VA-LOAN now. Or go online to varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. Or call 800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com.